This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello, hello, uh, monsieur and uh, monsieur. Uh, welcome to another uh, digital citizen, uh, the French uh, version this time. Uh, no? No? Hello, Luke. Oui, uh, oui. Oui. Uh, yellow vest <laughs> here. <laughs> Will you go share with Klaus as well? That's the only thing we know because of that stupid song. We talked about this a million times. Yeah, uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, everybody. We're doing this yeah. on the first. Yeah, how was your New Year's Eve? I didn't really do anything special. I just. Uh, silent, but uh, it was very, very nice, yeah. I just got ready for the show today because that was what I was doing yeah. last night before this morning. So yeah, I was that's what I did for my New Year's is got ready to do this for everybody out there. I I watched a lot of movies yesterday. I watched a TV show most of the yesterday actually while I was getting ready for the show, but we will talk about that a little later. Nice. I I think maybe <laughs> I don't know what TV show it is. <laughs> Uh, maybe, yeah, there's a few TV shows that came out this week, but, uh, yeah, I watched a, a few of them. Uh, speaking of which, actually, I don't know if we count this for a TV show or a movie. When we were doing our lists, mm. I found one that could go on both of our lists, because I know we both saw it. And I'm not sure if it counts as a movie or a TV show, but iDub's Full Force. How did we not remember yeah. that? I think it probably counts as a oh, movie, yeah. just because it was full, you know, it was an oh, hour definitely. and a half long. I love that documentary it, it, it is maybe one of the best things made on youtube ever and we totally spaced it completely from our list yeah. uh, in the last two weeks so i thought i'd mention it right here at the yeah. opening of the show i definitely agree with you it's uh it's very very it's uh, uh something we should have had on our list and also that uh uh when we talked about the best movies of the year we didn't do the Bloomhouse TV show. That also was one movie every month. That's, that's another confusing so also, one, right? It's kind of a TV show because yeah, it's yeah. episodic, but it's also not a TV show because yeah. it's a mo- It's like movie based. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. Anyway, uh, let's do this as the uh, Pope uh, shakes hands. Fast and confusing with women. 
Uh, talk about women that shouldn't be shaking uh, somebody's hands. Uh, she's lying Maxwell uh, and others linked to the Jeffrey Epstein under FBI investigation. Finally, for fuck's sake. We haven't said this for better like late. months, right? <laughs> yeah, better late than never. <laughs> I guess. Uh, this is good timing, especially since uh, our main topic is the biggest uh, scandal of 2019, and this is going to be our right. number one because we can't even add it to our tournament because it's so number one. Right. But I'm yes. glad this came out this week. Uh, the principal focus of inquiry of the British socialite and others who facilitated Epstein's alleged illegal beha- behavior is being done by the FBI. Uh, the FBI mm-hmm. is investigating Ghislaine Maxwell and several other people linked to Jeffrey Epstein, the U.S. financier, who killed himself awaiting trial. Uh, killed himself, yeah, sure. They said the principal mm-hmm. focus of the FBI investigation is Maxwell, a longtime associate of Epstein, and other people who facilitated his behavior, like we said. Uh, Maxwell, who has been named in several civil lawsuits, claimed that she uh, that claimed she played a key role in the sexual uh, trafficking scheme has not been accused of criminal wrongdoing. Her lawyers did not respond for a request for comment. What a surprise. She doesn't want to say anything. Yeah. I, what a shock. <laughs> I've heard some, like, rumors that there's, like, some underground rumblings of, like, that she's talking about, oh, they're never going to get me because I have dirt on people. But that's, like, from... You know, the worst of the worst kind of dirt rag newspapers that are talking about that. So I don't really trust it. Right. Like News of the World or something. Right, exactly. Yeah. Are they still alive? (laughs) Weekly World News, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, there's still those magazines. Like, I just went shopping this week, grocery shopping, and there's still, like... Those tabloids, uh, like with Bat Boy and things like that, in the grocery store next to the checkout counter here in America. Yeah, I I remember when I was growing up, there was an American uh, magazine that always had this like sensationalized uh, magazine covers, like we found Bigfoot, UFOs are alive, that kind of thing. Well, it was always very funny, and it was sold as a legitimate magazine. I, I can't think of its name. I think it was maybe News of the World or something like that. Uh, I know what you're talking about, but I'd have to look it up. Let me look it up. Yeah. I can talk about the next thing then. Uh, because the U.S. Embassy uh, in uh, uh, Baghdad was stormed by protesters. Yeah, I was right. After Sorry, Weekly yeah. World News. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. Weekly World okay. Yeah, that's what I said, right? Or did I say something else? I don't even know. No, I think I think you said that, yeah. I think uh, I, think I actually might have said the name of that YouTube channel on accident, because uh, it kind of sounds the same. <laughs> yes, it actually does. Right. That's probably where they got it, to be honest. Uh, probably, yeah. And we love them, so we don't really care. Uh, we'll talk about that a little later because we we totally stole their idea. Um, 
dozens of people stormed the compound of the United States Embassy in Iraq on Tuesday in response to American airstrike that killed dozens of fighters from an Iran-backed militia group guards inside the embassy, used tear gas to try to prevent demonstrations from moving towards the main building inside of the compound, and Iraq security told NBC News in conditions of anonymity. Jesus Christ, that is a hard word to say. Uh, that was a good job. American fighter jet. Thank you. American fighters jets on Sunday bombed weapon depots in Iraq and Syria, and uh, that said that uh, the U.S. said were linked with a group called Kateb Hezbollah, uh, who which it blames for attacks on coalition bases in recent months. Last 25 militia fighters were killed in the airstrikes, and on Tuesday, the large crowd of supporters gathered after funerals for some of them and marched into the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad's heavily forced green zone. They shouted, Down, down, USA, while hurling water bottles and sm smashing security cameras, according to the Associated Press. A reporter at the scene saw flames rising from the inside of the compound and at least three soldiers on the roof of the main building inside of the embassy. Right. This morning I, I saw a report on this. Nobody, according to them, nobody's been hurt. But right. we just saw the Afghan papers. I don't really trust anything they fucking say. So, um, uh. There were roughly 6,000 protesters at the uh, height of the demonstration that the U.S. Uh, officially estimated. Right. So. The big thing here is that we did airstrikes on this Ira Iranian-backed militia group because we said that they bombed uh, our guys, some people of oh. ours. They There was a rocket attack. We blame this group. Uh and now Iran is mad because we we basically attacked an Iranian-backed group. So this is right. just building more of this whole uh, war with Iran thing that's been going since the oil tanker uh, bombs. Exploded. Right. Yeah. Which were, were and still are very suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very suspicious, especially when one of the oil tankers are from Norway. Every time Norway is included, I get very suspicious because I think Norway does a lot of things in the secret. Because Norway is actually the real, uh, the real new world order. Oh yeah, that's right. The Norwegian uh, it's because crown, right? Yes, yes, because we have a socialist, uh, we are all socialists. So when Bernie Sanders becomes president, oh wait, he can't become president according to a, a dark man in a leather jacket. But uh, talking about Sanders, uh, he releases letters from doctors, not one, not two, but three, attesting that he has good health. That's right. Uh, 
Bernie Sanders on Monday released letters from three physicians detailing uh, his health uh, and attesting to his fitness to ascend to the Oval Office. Although the state of the Sanders' physical well-being has come under uh, great scrutiny since he suffered a heart attack in October, the senator's primary p- physician concluded in a note on Saturday that he is in good health currently. Brian Monahan, the attending physician for the U.S. Congress, whose office has treated Sanders for 29 years, also wrote, uh, he has been engaging vigorously in rigorous, in the rigors of uh, campaign, travel, and other schedule activities without any limitations. So, oh, here's the third doctor, uh, director of cardiac rehabilitation uh, from the University of Vermont Medical Center. Phillips Aids wrote that Sanders is more fit than, or more than fit enough to pursue vigorous activities and an occupation that requires stamina and the ability to handle great deals of stress. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, those are definitely, um, especially the second one, I've actually heard of Brian Monahan before. So, uh, I think probably when they were talking about, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Hillary Clinton. Why couldn't I remember her name? Last year, uh, uh, in 2015, <laughs> when they were talking about if she, her her health was good or not. Remember, there was that oh. whole thing. Uh, oh. I remember them talking about this guy. So he's a, that's a legitimate doctor. The other ones also seem like, I mean, University of Vermont Medical Center. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, this is just... Uh, we talked last week about a uh, story from also from Politico, and there was another one from New York Times saying uh, uh, Democratic insiders uh, think Sanders has a good chance of winning. Remember this? Right. And we were kind of like, oh, it seems like uh, maybe they're going to back up Sanders. But most of the people I saw were like, or most of the people talking about it that weren't in the mainstream media were saying, this is where we need to look out. Because they're not saying, uh, oh, Sanders has a chance, we need to back him. They're saying, Sanders has a chance, we need to attack him. <laughs> right? So, right. 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 Uh, I haven't really seen the attacks yet. But I think this is preemptive strikes by the Sanders campaign saying, as soon as you try right. to attack me on my heart health, which I know you're going to do, uh, I, I already have these these doctor's notes ready to go, ready to go. Uh, I, he posted a video, I think I sent it to you, on his YouTube channel and on his social media with all these different kind of scandals they've brought up in the past and just... Like, yeah. put them all in one video. And I also think that was yeah. another preemptive strike by his campaign to just say, here's the scandals. We already got them out there. You know, like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> that's one of the things that I, I find most uh, uh, freeing about Bernie Sanders is that he goes on the attack before he's attacked himself. Right, like just in the de- in the debate where the lady was going to ask him, it was right after his heart attack, and she's about to ask him about his heart attack, and he goes, oh, I'm doing fine, but I want to talk about climate change for a second, before she can even ask him right. the question, that was a perfect example of the exact same thing. Uh, I think it's a right. good strategy, because he knows he's going to get attacked, so if he can attack first, uh, it puts them on the defensive. I also think them, they're... Media is kind of trying to make him the front runner before the debate. That way, he is mm-hmm. the person who's most on the attack if he's 
seen as the front runner. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I mean, it depends who who comes on stage because I I think I think uh, you have to be extremely uh, knowledgeable about the things you're going to attack Sanders about. I think you have to attack him on something extremely like he he feels unprepared for. And to be honest, I don't really know what that would be, to be honest. Like, I, I'm not sure what the other candidates can take him on. I mean... The, the one thing, the two things I see right now in in social media and other places from people who are not, who were like, who are like Biden, Hillary type, uh, liberal, but not Bernie people talking. Number one, he's not a Democrat, bro. We've heard this over and over again. He's an independent. He's not really a Democrat. I don't, I want to vote for somebody with a D by their name. And then he's a socialist, right? That's the other one. Right. I am a socialist. Right. Are you a socialist? I, it's just, it's just the defense that the, that side will use. Those are the two things they're going to try to attack him on. Uh, I can already see it coming. So, I mean, the heart attack thing—they're definitely going to try to get him on that, and the age age thing. But it's hard to attack him on age and not uh, also engage in the same thing with Warren and Biden. So. Right. I think I think Trump is going to talk a little about this in, in his talk and, and he calls everyone that doesn't uh, vote uh, other than Bernie Sanders stupid. I don't agree on that at all, but 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 I I, I think it's interesting to see how the the left is kind of preparing itself for Sanders to lose without having at all, one single fucking vote voted. We're, we're like, it's crisis mechanism before the voting has even fucking started. Like, let, let there be votes, and then we can, like, complain about it. Like, we don't have to, we don't have to be super worried about Bernie Sanders losing before there even have been cast one single vote. Right, yeah. And, well, what they're worried about, because these, these are, like, political insiders, what they see is different things like polling numbers and money. So... Biden is right. taking from all these really rich people. And in America, there's there are limits to how much money you can give a political campaign. So Biden is running up to that wall where he's running out of rich people to give him money because he only has so many rich people and they've given him all the money they're allowed to give him, right? So Bernie doesn't have that. He, he can get individual donations from people over and over and over and over again from different people and more people. And it'll, the money just keeps coming to Bernie. And that's what really scares them, is that he doesn't have to work within the uh, political uh, money apparatus, where Biden is right. controlled by the people that are paying him. Bernie isn't controlled by the DNC or anybody else. And that scares the shit out of him. Right. Not only that, all these people who are... They're worried about losing their jobs, because they're in that political apparatus where the money count, counts and matters. And if Bernie wins... Right. They no longer the money doesn't matter anymore, and they lose their jobs. So yeah, 
been talking about the bad week for for Biden. Jesus Christ! I think that the man, the man is very good at shooting himself in the in, in the foot, and this week has been one of the best weeks uh, of him shooting himself in the foot. Right, I didn't even know his gun had eight bullets, but he managed to shoot himself in the foot. <laughs> kept shooting himself in the foot. It was like weird. It was like a movie. It was like the gun didn't run out of bullets. <laughs> I almost think this is like a Trump strategy. You know how Trump, yes, like, yes, is yes. that what you were going to say? Yeah. Yes. I was just going to say, it's almost like he works with Trump or something. <laughs> it's like the Trump strategy where it's like scorched earth, just like make as much noise as possible. It doesn't matter if it's good attention or yeah. bad attention as long as you're getting attention. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for the day it comes out that he was the one that killed Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, anyway, uh, <laughs> but let's talk about Biden's very, very bad week. Uh, oh, Biden, Biden, Jesus Christ, why why do you open your mouth? Sit in the kitchen and just shut the fuck up. Because he needs to clarify after saying he wouldn't comply with the impeachment-related subpoena, according to an article... Uh, because they want to to talk to him about what was going on in Ukraine, because of his son, of course. Well, they haven't subpoenaed him. This is like theoretical. If they, right. if or when they go to trial, because they they haven't even sent the articles of impeachment to the Senate because Nancy Pelosi is right. stalling because of they want a fair trial is what they're saying. But uh, to me, I don't think I think. The fair trial you're going to get is is whenever, because the Republicans are going to do what they're going to do. I don't know what deal you're going to get to make the f- trial, quote-unquote, fair, and I put that in air quotes, uh, but what they want is for people to testify, right? So the, the Republicans are like, we want, uh, or the Democrats are like, we want these people to testify, and the Republicans are going, okay, we're... If you want people to testify, then we want Joe Biden and his son to testify. And the Democrats are like, no, we can't have that. So it's like this weird stalemate. And so uh, a person from the Des Moines Register on Friday asked Biden uh, if if he would uh, honor what Congress, uh, if Congress sent him a subpoena, would he go and testify? Uh, And he said... Where is the quote exactly? Well, he said, uh, what are you going to cover? You guys are going to cover three weeks, uh, anything I said, and Trump's going to get away. You guys buy it all the time, talking about Trump and uh, and, uh, just how he deals with the press, you know what I mean? Like like we were talking Mm -hmm. about before, all all press is good press to him. he says, I'm not going to pretend there is a legal basis for Republican subpoenas for my testimony to the impeachment trial. That is the point I was making yesterday. And I reiterate, the impeachment is about Trump's conduct, not mine. The subpoenas should go to witnesses with testimony to offer Trump shakedown of the Ukraine government. Yeah, so uh, he definitely, I sent you the video of it. He definitely said, I mean... The weird thing, did you feel uncomfortable for the lady in the interview? Oh, yeah. 
He's like reaching across the table, all like weird and awkward, right. and like like I yeah. don't know. It was very creepy, and he was. It seemed like he was trying to intimidate her a little bit because she asked this question. Uh, uh-huh. And he basically in the interview said, uh, "I'm not gonna. If they send a subpoena, I'm I'm not gonna follow it. Basically saying I'm gonna fight it. I'm not gonna testify if, uh, if they say I need to." I'm going to fight it in the courts, I think is what he meant. Uh, but then later he said, I would honor whatever the Congress, in fact, legitimately asked me to, to do. Uh, you know, stepping back his statements from uh, the interview the day before, which is not unusual. It's just that it's another gaffe for Biden. Another time he has to step back things he said, you know, the day before. Um, and it's it's just a continuing thing for him. It's, it's not... This is not going to change... If he gets the nomination, it's not going to change if he becomes president. He's going to keep changing his mind the day after he says something. He reminds me a little of a toddler uh, that's five years old that wants the, uh, a green room and the parents like finally paints it green and he wakes up the next day and is like, I want it red! <laughs> that's like Biden for me. I just think he knows that he can say whatever, and then the next day go, uh, "Oh, I didn't mean that. I meant this." And that the mainstream media will go, "Oh, he meant that. Don't don't pay attention to that first thing he said." You know what I mean? It it's just like calling the guy fat. You know what I mean? No, I said right. facts. Right. I didn't I didn't call that guy fat, even though I did it three times around in roundabout ways. But I definitely didn't say it. You know in that one part and then the mainstream media just that that's what they go with and that's what you know uh the people who read the atlantic and the daily beast just believe it talking about biden uh biden would consider a republican vp but can't think of one right now i have a suggestion for him <laughs> maybe uh sarah palin would be a good uh, good one <laughs> Yeah, I, I think after everything, uh, with all the scandals after 2008, with like, you know, <laughs> her son, and then what the reality shows. I guess reality shows aren't disqualifying for candidates no, anymore, no. are they? Uh, but that was a bad reality show. That was a really bad one where, like, The Apprentice was actually uh, not a terrible show, in all honesty, no, even I, though we don't like the I guy. like, I like The Apprentice, yeah. I only liked the season with Maria because that had Maria in it. Um, <laughs> there was a time, actually, well, well, let's go into this. Biden uh, made a comment while speaking to voters in New Hampshire on Monday after a woman told the former vice president he'd have to pull out all the stops to beat Trump if he's the nominee. Uh, the 20, Adding the 21-year-old son wondered if Biden, or her 21-year-old son wondered if Biden would consider picking a Republican as a running mate. Uh, I've seen the video of this, so it definitely happened. Uh, the answer is, I would, but I can't think of one now, Biden replied. He was met with audible laughs from the crowd because they <laughs> thought he was joking. Uh, because it's in New Hampshire. Because right now, it, it's our country is so divided between you know the left and the right that him saying this right. it shows how out of touch with the rest of the country he really is that he doesn't understand how yeah. divided we are right now. Um, he says, "No, I'm serious." After they laugh, 
uh, here's what I mean. And he actually, he said it a few times if you watch the video. He goes, no, no, guys, no. No, I'm serious. Seriously, I'm serious here. Guys, I'm not joking. Um, to get his point across, let me explain that. You know, there's some really decent Republicans still out there. But here's the problem right now. Uh, they've got to step up. I, I, I guess, go you know, go against Trump, I think is what he's talking about. Uh, but this isn't the first time he's done this. Back in 2007, so before he was nominated okay. for B VP uh, with Obama, right? He was running for president in the primaries, okay, against right. Obama. Uh, uh, at a presidential debate in 2007, uh, Biden said, if you at, was asked, if you had to pick any Republican member of Congress or Republican governor to be your running mate, who would it be? Uh Biden rattled off two names at the risk of hurting his reputation and it will hurt him. Uh, but I picked Chuck Hagel and I'd consider Dick Luger to, uh, to be secretary of state. Biden said, uh, not yet disgraced Ooh. Senator John Edwards agreed about Hagel. So he's our, this isn't the first time he's floated the idea of having a Republican running mate. He did it in the first or the last time he ran for president. I think the most ironic one would be Ivanka Trump. <laughs> that would be very funny. Right? I can. Is it weird that I can see that? No. What's the it isn't What's the Trump daughter that you never see because uh, the rumors are Trump thinks she's too fat or whatever? Oh yeah, uh, Tiffany. That would be the person. Have Tiffany run yes. with, with the. the yeah. <laughs> that would piss the fuck off of uh, Trump. I actually would really like that. What? I mean, it, we'd still why lose, fuck, but it would be do funny. I know that on the top of my head. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> ask, ask me any other questions, but Tiffany Trump, I know the name of. Ann Coulter would be funny. Ann Coulter. That would be funny. I guess so. Yeah, and Coulter, and Biden. <sighs> anyway, uh, talking about stupid things, uh, police officer uh, resigns after lying about pig on the McDonald's coffee cup. He lied very, 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 very convincing. We covered this in the past, right? We covered this when it initially happened, I believe. I think so, yes. Right, and then, but this is the follow-up because this this guy actually now resigned uh, because when we initially covered it, he had posted it on social media. People had seen it. We talked about it, and right. we said uh, that the McDonald's people were saying uh, this didn't happen. We have video; it didn't happen, and the police were backing up the police officer. Well, we'll go into it. Uh, a Kansas police officer has resigned after he admitted making up a story that a McDonald's employee wrote an expletive and the word pig on a coffee cup. Uh, the police chief announced Monday. Uh, the Harrington police chief said at a news conference that the now former officer completely and solely fabricated the allegations, uh, but that the incident was meant to be a joke. Uh, Horn Day did not name the 23-year-old officer, but said he had been with the department about two months after spending approximately five years in the army. Ooh, two months after being hired, you get fired. Uh, yeah, but it kind of explains a little bit because it was it, he was trying to make a name for himself, maybe. 
because he was right. only there for two months and he wanted everybody to recognize him. So this is kind of one of those things where like the firefighter lights a place on fire so he can be the hero. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. Right, right. Uh, Dana Cook, the owner of the McDonald's, said in a written statement that the restaurant had security video that proves none of its employees wrote the words. Like, like I said, uh, in the initial Facebook post, uh, he said one of his officers was handed a cup Saturday when he went through a McDonald's drive-thru. Uh, on Monday, the they did not immediately return email message for a respond uh, for a response for, to the Associated Press. Hmm. from the uh, you know from the police so the police are definitely trying to put this behind them because they've said it's an absolute black eye for law enforcement uh, calling it an inc- the incident an obvious violation of the public trust so <coughs> it is it is uh, extremely stupid to do something like this and uh, I'm I'm happy he was fired I remember or talking resigned. about this when we initially did it, and I knew people that worked at McDonald's that would put bacon on burgers when uh, uh, police officers went through the drive-thru to the point where the police in the local town had to tell the McDonald's to stop putting bacon on their burgers. It happened so often. Uh, And so this is, and that was in 2001 or 2000, right? So uh, 20 years ago that was happening. And then it became a really big deal that these things were happening uh, when the Black Lives Matter movement happened, I remember there was Starbucks mm-hmm. and all these uh, different restaurants were getting in trouble because they weren't serving police officers or they were writing things on police officers' cups or this or that. And I remember thinking, this has been happening my whole life. You're just making mm-hmm. a big deal out of it now because of this whole Black Lives Matter and a cop shooting a black man and it being a big deal. Now you're taking these incidents that happen all the time and have been happening my whole life and blowing them out of proportion. And this guy was using that mentality of the the those things that have been blown out of proportion by the media and he's trying to get, you know, recognition off of it and I think it's gross. I think it is gross as well. But uh let's talk about uh the drug cartel, or is it aliens, or is it the government, maybe? Because in Colorado, the most mysterious and uh, weird state in the U.S. of S.A., um, drones swarm over Colorado and Nebraska. And uh, the, the bizarre life forms of people asking, who is behind them? Uh... A formation of unidentified drones, some in groups of 30, have been reported flying over the high above a, a corner of the rural northern Colorado and western Nebraska, usually from 7 to 10 p.m. By some accounts, the drones have wingspans of six feet or more. So these are big drones. Sit- these aren't like little, right. you know, hobby drones. These are gigantic you know, massive drones. Right. They can sit there and hover. They can descend very fast. They can take off very fast. White Hartman, who chased the drones as they flew above the land in uh, Washington County, Colorado, told today a show. He and his girlfriend, Chelsea Arnold, that looks extremely much younger than him, by the way, 
So they proceeded the lights for about 15 miles, driving as fast as 17 miles per hour. It's more unnerving than everything. The couple came co- no closer to figuring out who or what uh, would be behind the uh, squadron of drones. Still, the theories around it, with some people speculating private companies... Uh, could be using the aerial robots to serve uh, survey for oil or natural gas, gas or something doing practice runs, drone shows at supporting events or theme parks. Some have asked whatever the government or military is behind it, or whatever they are the work of drug cartels, or even connected to aliens. <laughs> yes. I mean, it makes me think of drones in any, like, future, like, uh, post-apocalyptic future-type movie where the drones are coming around and policing everybody. You, you, we don't have police, we just have drones that ticket you and then murder you if you did something wrong, you know what I mean? Uh, but I love the end of the article. Okay. They also... Uh, uh, they are also warning people not to fire at them. Shooting down an aircraft, including <laughs> a drone, is considered a, a federal offense. I actually did some research into this, and Colorado specifically, they did have a, a court case of whether it was legal to shoot down drones over your own property or not, and it was found right. that it was illegal to do so. That it was illegal to shoot down drones over your own... So that it has been... At least in Colorado. It, Nebraska, I'm not really sure about. Um, I also saw another article recently about China uh, developing uh, combat drones to fight urban warfare uh, in the last mm-hmm. week. Which is scary because the Hong Kong protests are oh. still going on. Not scary at all. And these combat drones have two uh, 50 millimeter rockets on them. Right. Right. Scary stuff. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, since we're doing, since it's the end of the year, I think one story we have, we haven't skipped over, but we've covered in little pieces and never talking about it as a whole is this year was really mm. the year of like massive global protest all over the world. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Whether it's Hong oh, yeah. Kong or France or Spain or, Iran, Colombia, yeah, exactly. Brazil, uh, even America and the UK. There's been massive protests all over, and we cover them in little pieces. But when you zoom out and you look at the big picture and realize that all uh, peoples around the whole world are not happy with their governments. It's not just Trump. It's not just Boris Johnson. The whole no. world is pissed off right now. Oh yeah, I totally agree. I think it's, I think it's something that uh, we will see more of in 2020. And I feel for the Hong Kong protesters. Uh, like I said before, I'm very happy that I don't live there uh, because I wouldn't have the balls to do whatever they do because I would be too afraid that the government would find out who the fuck I am. And torture me to death. Right. So Put you in a work camp, I, I think, is what they do. Right. So they have balls. Uh, somebody else that has balls is Trump. And Trump. 
is going to tell the truth. Happy New Year. Hello, this is Tron Tells the Truth and a Happy New Year. Yes, another year is gone and another new year is coming. 2020, another 10 years of miserable shit and 10 years of liberals and progressives doing anything. I wish I could have you a merry new year, but I'm not. I don't wish a merry new year for you old motherfuckers because I still think you're not going to do anything. Let's see what's going to happen. Bernie, is Bernie Sanders not going to win, you will not vote for any other candidate. Yes, that's what idiots do, and what idiots going to keep on doing. That's why I got Bush twice, and we didn't get Hillary Clinton, because anything is the same for you. Well, for the rest of the world, it isn't. I have new, new thoughts and um, predictions of the new year. Or rather, it's going to be shit. It's fascism in Brazil. It's fascism in the USA, it's fascism in Hungary, it's fascism in Poland, and it's a fuck-up mess in Britain, yes. Brexit. The bullshit that also people on the left thought was going to work very good. 2020 is going to be the year I want to get something done, and I hope I can, something can pr- prove for me in, in the positive sense that there are people who are willing to do something and not get feeling like shit all the time or got offended by every little shit they listen to and hear on the internet or on the news otherwise I gonna but hope I wake up to die that the progressive says yes sometimes you have to work with assholes to get fucking thing done but I'm not that positive I think so Europe and the United States are sliding away from each other and it's gonna be hell worse, more worse than it's ever been this is not the situation was was before the Second World War. This is the situation was first for the First World War, and I believe it's gonna be a war, a revolution, some shit. The mark is gonna fail. Somebody good to interaction or anything. Yes, this is the year of bullshit. We're gonna start another ten-year cyclones with more bullshit. Who's gonna fight us all? And as usual, liberals and progressives have nothing to do. He says no to all the things they don't like. And hold hold people to high standard they don't want to work with. Prove me otherwise. I hope so. Other than that, hope you get drunk, stoned on anything on New Year's Eve. Or, yeah, just do the usual. (laughs) This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Happy New Year. Uh, thank you, Tron. Thank you. What do you think about Tron Tells the Truth, from? I think uh, he is uh, crisis maximizing a little. We haven't started voting for people yet, so don't say Bernie Sanders will lose before he. we have even had a single fucking vote, please. Uh, right, uh, if you want to talk about that or anything else we talked about in the news or send us some news, send us an email at anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. That's the easiest way for us to know you want us to talk about it on the show. Other places you can send us stuff are Twitter, at PodcastADC on Twitter. Check us out there. Uh, check out Pod All The Time Network. We have, uh, we're part of the Pod All The Time Network. There are 12 other shows on the Pod All The Time Network, or actually 11, I believe including us uh go check that them out on twitter we also have a facebook page if you want to check out our facebook page uh people talk about things on there 
Uh, mm-hmm. Facebook page, I got something posted underneath the last show. If you want us to talk about something in the sh- previous show, you can go to our Facebook or our Twitter and just comment underneath the post of the actual show, and we'll talk about it. Jeremy says, talking about the news last week, I believe, uh, Jeremy s- says, guys, Elizabeth Warren was appointed by Obama to head of Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, which has since been dismantled, uh, like several other political agencies, by the Republicans. Okay? Aha. Uh-huh. So she was, I guess, part of the Obama administration, I think is what he's saying. Uh, she was working as the in the Co- Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. So... Ah, uh, thank you. That's what, Last week we couldn't figure out... I think he, what the article said is he hired yeah. her. He hired her was the thing yes. he said, right. Yes, yes, and we didn't know why it said that. I don't. Uh, we have smarter people than us listening to the podcasts. So thank you, Jeremy, for correcting us. Right, or we could have taken the time just to actually looked it up, which is probably what you did, uh, which we didn't because yeah. yeah, it wasn't that important. But it's good to know because I guess that does kind of explain what it means. So there you go. Hey, uh, is there a long time since you've seen Home Loan 2? Yes, it's been a long time. People, every, Everybody on the internet's talking about it right now because of the new Home Alone movie coming out. So everybody who has Disney Plus has been watching the last two because uh, people are lemmings and they just do what everybody else is doing. Right. Uh, talking about Home Alone 2, uh, Trump scene is cut out in Canada and it Anger's supporters. CBFC removed President uh, Cameo in 2014 to save time. But Trump's son says uh, move is uh, pathetic. What do you think about this? Uh, right. Uh, the, I'm gonna, we're not going to go deep into it, but uh, this was on CBC, which is Canadian Broadcasting. Uh, like, it's a television. So this, is, this wasn't like right. they just... Uh, took the DVD and cut it out of the DVD uh, when it went on no. TV if you know anything about putting a film on TV at the beginning of any film on any TV it says uh, movie is cut uh, to fill time meaning commercial what? you got to br- make breaks for commercials you need to fit inside the two hour block or the hour and a half block so if you get an hour and 45 minute and you only have an hour and a half block you have to cut 15 minutes out of the movie bro. that's what happens they also need to uh, dub over bad words because bad words are not allowed on television if you're if it's a movie that has bad words in it. Uh, so this has been blown away out of proportion and is really dumb. And it's it's you know when they say Trump derangement syndrome on the left. Have you ever heard that? I I have heard that. Where like all these left people, they just everything Trump is just horrible because it's Trump, and they just are they're deranged. I think it's affects both sides where the left sees him as evil and like evil incarnate but the right they see him as like this angelic being and they're both being affected by the same disease but it just affects people in two it's two different symptoms of the same disease right one side can believes he can do no wrong because they have trump derangement syndrome and the other side believes he can Mm -hmm. do no right because they have trump derangement syndrome They're they're both suffering they just don't realize they're both suffering from the same disease uh, talking about the disease, let's talk about Dollface, episode 7 to 10, four oh, episodes, what? Dollhouse. Are we skipping TV rounds? 
Oh, no, we're not. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, yeah. I did find yeah. a thing about this movie. Uh, the scene with Donald Trump as one of, is one of several that were cut from the movie. Uh, none of them were integral to the pot, plot. These edits were done in 2014 when the film was first acquired by the broadcasting right. company. These cuts were made in 2014, so this is really dumb. I, I, I think I think it's uh, the new year and that has given me fro disease or something, because I'm doing a lot of mistakes today. I am skipping around on the TV round. I'm referencing things I shouldn't. I, I don't. I, I think maybe there's something wrong. Uh, I, I got fro disease today. I think so. Let's talk TV round, because uh, you dared me. <laughs> Watch a TV show, <laughs> I get it. See what I there? Yes, yeah. drug education. Oh wait, you're not talking about the drug yeah. education thing. No, no. But uh, yeah, uh, I watched two first episodes of Dare Me. Uh, uh, this is a TV show that is uh, laughly about pom uh, pom jumping. What is it called again? Cheerleading. Yes. Yes. Pom pom jumping. Yeah. <laughs> Is it more or less that pom pom jumping? <laughs> uh, yes. If you boil it down, it's kind of what it is. <laughs> I mean, that's what I call it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I watched the two first episodes. I really, 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 really liked it. Uh, I didn't think I would like this at all. There are two episodes uh, out now. Even... Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the second one came yesterday, I think. Ah, okay, because the first one came out on a Sunday, so I was assuming the next one was going to come out next Sunday. All right, so th right. I was just confused, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really, really liked it. Uh, I give it a 7.5 out of 10. Maybe an 8. Did you, but you went into it with low expectations, right? Obviously. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were pleasantly surprised. I was the same way, but at the same time, I did see problems with it in the sense that so I the whole time I was expect, expecting somebody to get murdered at the end of the episode, right? right? And they avoided that yeah. completely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also think the one teacher, the not teacher, the coach, she looks exactly like a young Alicia Cuthbert, don't you think? So? Who? Uh, she was in the movie Alyssa Cut Cuthbert. Uh, what was the name of the movie she was in back in the day? A young who? <laughs> she was in that movie The Girl Next Door. Remember that? She was no. the main character in House of Wax. Oh! I, re I remember House of Wax for other reasons, but yes. She was the main character in that, yeah. Uh, yeah. She was in The Ranch, uh, Old Re School. Remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was in a bunch of movies in, like, the like early to mid-2010s, 2015, somewhere in there. This girl looks almost identical. I, I'm, I, was, I thought it was her for a, a few minutes. Cool. Uh, have you seen anything uh, new? I saw Fast and Furious Spy Racers, a cartoon on Netflix. I still have. 
I'm so happy you saw this because I did too. <laughs> I saw two episodes of this. Uh, it's a kid nope. show. Uh, it has the voice of Vin Diesel. I believe it's actually yes. Vin Diesel, right? Yes. He does not fit in, as a character in the show whatsoever. He's totally out of place <laughs> with every other character because he looks normal. Like they animated yeah. him to look like Vin Diesel and everybody else has like yeah. these over-exaggerated skinny arms and giant afro and like crazy mm -hmm. like pointy chin but Vin Diesel just looks like Vin Diesel it's so weird yeah yeah I, I totally agree and it's it uh it's not a bad uh, tv show it's just made for uh, kids like uh looks at and it's there there's something I don't mind making a, a cartoon show out of a, a movie TV show, but it has to be made a little better than this because, to be to be honest, I don't think I would like this if I was a kid either. That's hard to say for me. I think I'd probably love it if I was a kid. Uh, it has all oh, the action okay. and crazy gadgets and the... You know, the funny, it has the funny different characters, the guy who eats a lot and whatever, the computer right. geek guy. Um, some of it's, if you're an adult, you're going to look at some of the lines and some of the stupid shit they say and you're going to be like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. But if you're a little kid, right. you're it's not going to register so I can understand how it would be funner for a kid, obviously. Mm -hmm. The only other thing is that this, sh it's clear the Fast and Furious franchise has moved to this whole other thing than it started out as. This was the most clear well, it's ever been. I mean, the last movie was pretty obvious just by the trailer. I never saw the yes. movie. But that was like more of an action uh, Michael Bay kind of movie than the first couple Fast and Furious movies, which were more focused on you know, like the car racing and the relationships between people. These are like action, explosion, uh, with, uh, mercenaries for hire kind of movies. And this... TV show is going more off of that than like the original concept of Fast and Furious. I saw a Australian web television drama series from the television channel Stan. Never heard of that in my entire life. Yes, you have. Uh, I have? Yep, we talked about it on the show in the past. Probably this year, to be honest. I think it's like a new... Uh, online service like a Netflix, but for Australia. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, a, uh, a TV show about climate change and biotechnology uh, in the very like familiar future. It's eight parts, and it is extremely good look. You, I, I think you would love this. Okay, yeah, I liked the other show we saw on Stan, which was that show Bloom. Remember about the... Ah, Bloom! Yes. Yeah, that was when we talked about it uh, this year, actually. Ah. Um, ah. Yeah, actually, what do you give that? And then let's go back and give Fast and Furious our scores, because we didn't do that either. Uh, eight. I gave Fast and Furious Spy Racers a 4.5. I gave it a 4. Okay, we're close. I think I could persuade you, and you could probably persuade me a half point either way, so. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 
It's not like I gave it a toot. <laughs> I saw another show on Netflix. Actually, all three shows I saw were on Netflix now that I'm looking at it. Uh, Kevin Hart, Don't mm-hmm. Fuck This Up. I saw three episodes oh. of this, and I stopped watching it. Really? You didn't like it? They opened up the show, and they go, oh, this is what you're going to find out about the the whole Oscar scandal. And three episodes in, they hadn't yeah. talked a single thing about it, and they started talking about him right. cheating on his wife, and I was like, click, I don't care. <laughs> I, if I'm going to yeah. watch it again, I'm going to fast-forward it to like the last episode. Is that where all the interesting stuff happens? I I thought this was interesting enough. It's not like I loved it. I found it interesting enough. I do think the Oscar thing is the most interesting, and you're 110% correct. Is it all in the last episode? Yes, yes. So just fast-forward to the last episode if you want to watch the show. Because the first two episodes are just uh, kissing uh, Kevin Hart right, right on the butthole, basically. Right. There, there's something wrong making. That That's my f- biggest problem with this, is uh, making a project where he is in a documentary that is ex- uh, where he's also a producer. So he's making a puff piece, uh, a puff piece about himself. And it feels that way. But he was... And it feels that way so, especially when the wife comes into it and when we hear about the cheating, because, like, she goes, I I go in in the show, she goes like, I'm so happy it happened. It made him a better human being. And I go like, what the fuck are you saying about your husband? You're saying that... you're glad he cheated on you because now it makes you a stronger couple and he has a better human (laughs) what the bullshit bullshit thing to say that's the exact point when I shut off the show actually Fro that that, that part of the third episode I was like what am I watching like are they just gonna do a twenty-minute scene of like him working out at some point and show? Oh, look, he can lift this much weight and stuff. Like it's just like you said, puff piece, m- trying to make him look like uh, the best guy ever. And then in, in right. like everything that I saw, it was three quarters, if not more, eighty percent. Him. Oh, look how great he is. He's such a great guy, such a great father, <laughs> such a great businessman. Yeah. And then it would just slip yeah. in the bad thing really quick and be like, oh, there was this really bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it felt. I gave it the three. <laughs> I also gave this a four point five. I gave it the exact same as Fast and Furious, believe it or not. Oh, I gave it a three. I, I thought it was a very, very, very It was a bad, bad show. Yeah, I agree. But I saw all the six episodes for some fucking reason. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, what else did I watch? I watched uh, Looking for Alaska uh, on Hulu because uh, in Norwegian media, there's been a lot of talk of uh, the main one of the main characters in this is a female lead. And guess what? She's from Norway. So Nor- uh, Norwegian media have talked about like 
she's the one that brings the show up and she's the most amazing thing in this show and she is Norwegian and she keeps the show going and the show is good because of her and I was like, okay, I need to see this. <laughs> I have absolutely no interest in it and it, it's a teenage show made for teenagers. It's very... Uh, it's very uh, Riverdale, uh, not uh, how it filmed, but storyline-wise. But she's good, I guess. I didn't care to finish this, to be honest. I saw two episodes and I'm out. But I give it a 3.5, I guess. Because Norway. Okay. Uh, last thing I saw was also on Netflix, a Turkish TV show called The Gift. Mm-hmm. Did you see this? No, I okay. heard about it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's about this artist girl who does specific paintings. Uh, she kind of paints the same thing, but in different ways. You know how some artists do that? Uh, mm-hmm. And it's something she's... Uh, drawn since you're a little kid, and then this archaeological dig happens, and they find this kind of stone, you know, carved. Well, it's a carved hi- hieroglyph. What is that called? Uh, whatever it is, a carving of the exact thing she has been drawing since she was a kid, but it's, you know, been buried for thousands of years. Uh, right. And it goes from there, and her finding out why she knew about this thing, and uh, the cover up behind it, and uh, it, it involves her family and everything else. I saw the whole thing. I really enjoyed it. The ending is a little cheesy. Like, in it's... It wraps up in a way that uh, is a little cheesy, but I still enjoyed Uh This is the same show, though, as... You remember the show Jin from last year? J-I-N-N? Yep. It's the exact yep. same show. <laughs> it's just Turkish. Uh. It, well, the plot line is basically identical. Uh, it's uh. slightly different in, this, in the sense that there's no gin, but there is something else uh, kind of similar. You know what I mean? Uh, right. The storyline itself is almost the same, though. So, overall, I gave it a 6.5. I think it's worth checking out, but it's nothing It's nothing so important that you need to go run out and watch it right now. So. Cool. The last thing I saw this week was also a TV show... It is called The Man in the High Castle, last season of The Man in the High Castle, uh, season four. I recommend this uh, for you many, many times. You haven't seen a single episode of this. Yeah, maybe I'll this watch is, the whole thing uh, now. Yeah, uh, this is the, uh, what uh, would happen if the Nazis actually won the war TV show. Um, yeah, they round it up. Very good. Uh, I will not give it away because it just came out this fucking week, the last episode uh, of season four. Uh, but yeah, uh, I give this whole TV show a nine and this last episode, uh, season a nine as well. Oh, okay, good. Uh, yeah. That was all the TV I had. Me too. Now we can talk about... Uh, some cancerous show that we watched this week because I saw 
four episodes of this on the same day. I almost slipped my wrist. Uh, well, I would, episode, yeah, I watched them one per day. I watched them <laughs> one episode per you day. You did it right. Okay. You did it right. I did it the wrong way. <laughs> I was like, I want to finish this. I don't really want to watch it. I just want to finish it. Uh, anyway, uh, Dollface, episode 7, 8, 9, and 10. What is 7 about, Luke? Uh, title of the uh, episode, episode 7, Fuck Buddy. Uh, the girls mm-hmm. n- uh, navigate sex and dating in an age when monogamy shaming is the new slut shaming. Uh, Jules mm-hmm. gets a rebound. Stella elicits Izzy's help to break up with a guy, and Madison yearns to define her relationship with Colin. This has never sounded more like Sex in the City than this description. <laughs> well, funny you say that. Uh, where, wherever did you take that person from? Look, from <laughs> I think I got it from like Roger Ebert. Somebody really, really like <laughs> they know a lot about movies and TV. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, <laughs> are you saying that I'm dead and fat? Oh, anyway. We're going to make these really quick, and then we'll kind of go into what we thought of all of it at the end. So, uh, the worst part of this episode, first of all, I wrote down, this is the worst episode so far, uh, and I think it was probably the worst episode out of all the episodes, out of ten episodes. Yes. I just wrote down, men are objects, uh, and I referenced the car scene. They literally have a scene where men are being treated like cars on uh, the sales lot. Right. Can you imagine if this show was reversed and it was women yes it would bring an uproar right yeah uh uh, i said uh about this episode don't destroy lego for me please don't destroy lego for me please don't destroy lego for me i thought that was totally out of touch because nowadays yeah Adults playing with Legos in America or adults using adult coloring books is not abnormal yep. anymore. Nope. No. It's just... It's out of touch. It, told... This yes. this show was ri- written by old guys who think they know what women are going through. <laughs> uh, episode... By women, by the way. <laughs> what do you... I'm a... Oh, wait. No, I'm not. I just checked in my pants. Uh, eight... <sighs> Damn it. Now we're going to get in trouble for that because that's not even a thing anymore. Uh... <laughs> Episode 8, Mama Bear. <laughs> Jules attends... <laughs> uh, I'm murdered, bro. <laughs> Jules attends Womb's... I, anybody offended, email us at anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. Uh, episode 8, Mama Bear. Jules attends Womb's company retreat hosted oh. by a professional spiritual leader. Stella hears back mm-hmm. from business school. Jules learns upsetting news that will impact... <laughs> Madison's relationship and the future of their own relationship. My note says, "Oh, cool! They did ayahuasca in this episode." Uh, wrong episode. <laughs> oh, and wrong drug. But we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, this was the episode. Basically, nothing happened except uh, we find oh, this, out that. This was the... Go ahead. Sorry. Was this the black and white episode? Nope. <laughs> okay. This is the company retreat episode where she finds out that 
her boss is uh, married with Madison's uh, right. boyfriend. That's this episode. Right. Okay, okay. I wrote down... Uh, oh, this is the part where she gets super drunk. Uh, the one girl, not Mad uh, Stella. She gets super drunk and they get her Taco Bell, right? Which was obvious product placement, number one. Number two, she's like... Yeah. Uh, She's eating it, and she goes, oh, I love cheesy gordita crunches. And she's holding a burrito. <laughs> and a, a cheesy gordita crunch is a taco, not a burrito. I, I understand. Maybe they're going, oh, she's drunk. She can't tell the difference. Or maybe they just wrote it, and they didn't take the time to go and get a cheesy gordita crunch for the scene because they're lazy. <laughs> right. Probably that one. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't understand why she got so mad when they told her about it uh she totally overreacts and things like that it's very stupid but then we come to what i think is the worst episode of the episode nine uh, feminist episode nine. uh jules and the girls explore what it means to be a feminist uh while attending the women's uh, march in uh homage to a classic story uh -huh. the wizard of Oz. uh yeah now this I really really this 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 episode I despised because I I love the Wizard of Oz uh, I I think it's one of the most classic uh, musical era is out there and why do you have to fuck with the Wizard of Oz Yeah nobody's ever done that the Wiz um <laughs> or Emerald City I'll tell you I you probably know this but in all honesty, the reason this is it exists is because uh, doing an episode that involve like that invokes Wizard of Oz is just something that every American sitcom has done my entire life. Uh, yeah, Boy Meets World did it, Family Matters did yep. it, Full House did it. Yep. You know, Step by Step yep. probably did it. They all did it. Uh, yeah, they also every single one of those did an I Love Lucy type episode at some point. Like it's just something that's. Uh, easy for American storytelling. Uh, what did I, I mean, write down here? I, I really had fun to try to Google if Sex in the City did a uh, Wizard of Oz. I did the same thing. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but they didn't. Aw, I was so disappointed. You know what I found most uh, was that horrible show from a few years ago. Uh, that terrible Wizard of Oz spinoff that we both hated. That Emerald TV show. City. Emerald City. Emerald right? City. Yeah, I just said it. Oh right, I just didn't remember the name. Uh, I wrote down like like you said, Wizard of Oz, Women's March, uh, and they say they're talking about being at the Women's March, and the one girl is talking about uh, protest people protesting the Women's March, and they go, "Oh, who was it? Oh, it was racist, sexist, and bullies. Oh my!" Like invoking the obviously oh. from the Wizard of Oz. Uh, wow. That felt uncomfortable to me. I don't I don't yeah. have any other way to put it. Like, just felt really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Just, I, I, I just hated this episode. This was the worst episode for me. First of all, anyway, episode when you're when you're saying yeah. somebody who's protesting the women's march, I you can say sexist. I, I'll agree with that. You can say bully. Yes. I agree with that. But how is yeah. protesting a women's march racist? 
I don't know. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, episode 10, Luke. Bridesmaid. On the heels of Madison and Jules blow up, all four girls end up in Mexico for a wedding weekend gone wrong. Secrets are revealed, hallucinogenic drugs are taken, and Jules' commitment oh, yeah. to her f- girlfriends t- faces the ultimate test. Right, this is the <laughs> ayahuasca, isn't the ayahuasca episode? Peyote. They do peyote, yes. which is different. Uh, ayahuasca is like South America. Peyote is like lower New Mexico uh, and then Mexico, America. It's just like where the actual plants grow is what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, I have absolutely nothing to say other than uh, they lay up to an, uh, season two and uh, ending, so... I was very happy to see Telma and Luis uh, being credited in uh, the end. Really? I, I, I like that they referenced Thelma and Louise. I just wish it ended like Thelma and Louise. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and they would have driven that cat lady right off a fucking cliff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look, what do you think all over this fantastic uh, first of all, I want to point out that we've been calling this girl Allison Bree the entire time we've covered the show. Right. It's not Allison Bree. Isn't it? It's the, it's the girl from Alone Together. Oh. They look very similar, and we've gotten it wrong this entire time, and nobody has pointed it out either. But I thought it was her this entire time till this week, and I watched four episodes, and I went, wait a second. That's not Allison Brady. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> Whoopsie doopsie. <laughs> Overall, I give this a, a three and a half, probably. Oh, you're very nice. I give this a three. Okay. Whew. But uh, yeah, uh, audience, that means that we are going to cover something new, Luke. Is that something new that we're going to cover? I believe it's a Netflix show this time. The last one was a Hulu show. Mm-hmm. Uh, called Messiah. A CIA the officer Messiah. investigates a charismatic figure who f- whose followers believe he can perform miracles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks pretty good from the trailer. I'm kind of concerned about the whole CIA, CIA involvement thing, but... Uh, the trailer looks really good, so hopefully it's going to be decent, or who knows, it could be really awful. I mean, can it be worse than Dollface? No, there's not even out. a chance of that happening. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand why some people would like Dollface, but this, especially the episode that's literally just called Feminist, it went yeah. a little too hard in the paint, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's it's made for twenty year old, very liberal, on the left, 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 this side of twenty uh, year old women in college. What something. I wrote down here is something I heard a long time ago from somebody on a podcast. This guy named Wiggly. He said. When, when anarchy t-shirts are selling in Target, your movement is dead. And that's what I have to say about this. 
<laughs> That's a very good uh, quote by Wiggly. I like him. The other people on that podcast. Uh, anyway, uh, let's not talk about that. Let's not make beef. Uh, we are going to have uh, what I'm going to call uh, the Jeffrey Epstein Memorial Biggest tournament. Scandal <laughs> Tournament. Yes. <laughs> Is that okay? Yes, it's the fourth annual. I, if this goes well, this could become an annual thing. I don't know. We'll see. But it could go really badly. But yeah, like we said last yeah. week, we're doing the 2000 biggest scandal tournament. So the what we're going here for is the biggest one, Fro. Not necessarily mm-hmm. the coolest one or the one we thought was nope. the weirdest or the big what we consider nope. the biggest. So the widest ranging, you know, mo- most people heard about it, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And we said last week, the number one spot automatically goes to the Jeffrey Epstein slash... Uh, Prince Andrew slash everybody else involved the Ghislaine Maxwell scandal. Right. So really this tournament is for second place and maybe even third and fourth yes. place to see where those all land. I uh, definitely ag- agree. And, and we... Uh, we will start with uh, one of my picks and one of the things that we actually had as the main topic. Baltimore, well, we didn't have it as the main topic, but we, we got a tip from our friend uh, wrestling man, a.k.a. Bill, about the Baltimore mayor uh, that uh, were signed uh, because of a children's book scandal. Um, just to make the story extremely uh, short, she sold children's books that uh, she wrote herself uh, to... <laughs> the uh, uh, schools in Baltimore where she also was mayor. Right, exactly. Uh, and my pick, we both pick four, so we're doing an eight, eight seed tournament. Uh, we both pick what? four. I picked one. We're not really, it's not really a competition between me and Fro. We're just trying to find the biggest one here, but we both wanted to get a say here. Uh, and I'm sure there's some Probably some scandals we missed that I'm not thinking of right now. You know what I mean? I'm sure as well. Yeah. So if you think of any scandals we missed, email us at another digital citizen at gmail.com. Uh, the one I picked, Tulsi uh, or Hillary Clinton calling Tulsi Gabbard a Russian asset, uh, and that mm-hmm. uh, Jill Stein was being uh, was also a Russian asset. She was, and that Gabbard was being groomed by the Russians as well. Uh, she referred to Gabbard as a Russian asset. Uh, the accusation that the congresswoman claims has brought down her polling numbers, which actually was the reverse. It actually brought up her polling numbers. Uh, at the time, this became a huge scandal, and then Hillary Clinton went back and said she, was, she wasn't talking about uh, that the Russians were trying to uh, make her an asset and trying to groom her. It was that the Republicans were trying to groom her, but that turned out to be complete nonsense as well. Yeah, and I have to give this to you. Uh, I couldn't agree more that Tulsi Hillary should go to the semifinal because the Baltimore mayor is just too small, it's too local. Uh, the Tulsi Hillary thing has more uh, bones to it. Right. Uh... 
There was one that I, I looked up and I found out it happened in December of 2018, so I couldn't count it, but Khashoggi being murdered, that happened in like the very end of 2018, uh, you know, by the Saudi wow. Arabians. That would have been one that would yeah. have been interesting and happened a month later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. let's go Number to three. Uh, the third is the Assange Manning, that is yours. Right, uh, Julian Assange being uh, arrested by the British government uh, from the Ecuadorian embassy in London, uh, being pulled out uh, after uh, they the country turned on him and told uh, him that he no longer had asylum in their embassy. Uh, before this, what, a month before that, Chelsea Manning being arrested uh, for supposedly not testifying against, <coughs> excuse me, Julian Assange. Uh, Chelsea Manning is, of course, still in jail, and I don't understand why people aren't more upset about it, especially the uh, LBGTQ rights people should be up in arms about the fact that uh, Chelsea Manning is still in jail right now, but th there isn't protest anywhere about it. Uh, but this is, especially the Julian Assange part, this is a worldwide scandal. Definitely. Uh, I picked uh, R. Kelly's behavior comes to light. Rumors uh, of the singer's awful behavior have been swirling for years, uh, from general predatory uh, towards young girls to more nefarious allegations that, that the singer uh, had denied. But it was until the TV series called R. Kelly, uh, what is it called? Uh, the Truth About R. Kelly or something? Right, I don't remember. Uh, Right. Uh, giving voices to the legislation was released that R. Kelly came into the uh, headline news across the globe. And the interview with Gail King that shocked everyone that watched. Uh, now the 52-year-old will face the legal system and surviving R. Kelly is the TV show I was thinking of. Okay, so... Uh, this is a hard one for me. Do you do you have an opinion yeah. one way or another on it? This is very hard for me because the archaeology thing is very important, but so is the Assange Manning thing. But what have people heard about more? I would say that archaeology thing have been more in the media. The Assange thing should be more in the media. <laughs> That's a good point, right? Uh, R. Kelly yeah. was blown up in the media for sure because of his celebrity status. Right. Assange's thing is more global, but I don't, th but I don't, I, I don't think it's more global me media wise because I think R. Kelly, right. the media, the media, we're talking about it everywhere, where Assange maybe yeah. not so much. Uh, so I think you're right. Yeah. I think just by not that it's a worse scandal because i think probably assange manning yeah. is worse well that's hard to say okay. isn't it i don't yeah no uh, but as far as which one's bigger as far as mm -hmm. the reach i think you're right i think r kelly then i uh, choose uh the college admission scandal <laughs> because it's too funny to <laughs> to not have on the list i mean it is it is filled with celebrities, and also uh, it's been just so much fun to, to cover. Uh, but 
uh, in 2019, uh, a scandal across over criminal conspiracy to influence undergrad admission decisions at several top uh, American universal investigation uh, into conspiracy was nicknamed Operation Varsity Blues. And it uh, uh, had people like uh, Laurie Lachlan in it. Uh, and uh, it also had uh, uh, Felicity Hoffman, is that her name? Yeah, Felicity Hoffman in it. And it's just filled with celebrities and money and scandal. So it had to be on the list. And I went with uh, the Mueller report coming out. Uh, I think this was a, coming out. This was a scandal because one side saw one thing out of it, the other side saw something else out of it, and the media <laughs> decided they wanted to spin it however they saw fit. Uh, not only did the media see see it two different ways, the different sides of the government, the Republicans and the Democrats saw it two different ways, and so the scandal was uh, who who's right about what we're seeing here. Not even the people who made the report uh, wanted to say whether it was one way or another, if you remember that happening. Uh, The Mueller report found the Russian government uh, interfered in the 2016 presidential election. Uh, The report relayed two methods by which Russia attempted to influence the election. First method was through the Internet Research Agency, waging a social media campaign uh, and disparaging Hillary Clinton. If you remember this, this was a uh, buff Bernie memes. Remember this? Yep. Yep. So uh, it says the Mueller report detailed that the IRA spent a hundred thousand dollars over three hundred and fifty or th- three thousand five hundred Facebook advertisements. Uh, so a hundred thousand dollars and three thousand Facebook posts is what swayed the election is one thing they're saying. The second method of Russian interference saw the GRU hacking email accounts uh, owned by volunteers of the Clinton campaign and John Podesta. Right. So one of the biggest scandals out of this was that it didn't connect uh, Donald Trump to any of these things. The actual uh, report didn't. And that was something that everybody was saying was going to happen. So the scandal was that it didn't release that, and now everybody... But for some reason, everybody still thinks it did connect that because we've chosen to just accept that that fact. We also have chosen to forget the fact that the Democratic Party cheated in 2015. Right. I, in all honesty, don't think the Mueller report should even be on the list because it doesn't qualify as a scandal. In my eyes, I think it's a scandal. Because no, well, I I will give you the reason why I don't think it's a scandal. Uh, because a scandal is is someone doing something incredibly stupid and trying to covering it up in some some way, or some. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like the Mueller report to you? <laughs> well. It, in, in some in some way you you could say it's a it's a, uh Donald Trump scandal but I, I don't I, I don't 
think it should be on the list, to be honest. I, I don't think it's a scandal. It probably would have been better to bring this up before we went live, uh, and I could have put something else in there. So, no, too late now. We're going with it. What do you think? I, 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 I vote for the college admission, because I, I think that's a bigger scandal. I don't think the Mueller report is a scandal. I think it is a scandal. Because of the fact that uh, one side saw it one way and one side saw it another way, it's the two sides clashing that's the scandal, not the Mueller report itself. Okay. And I think the Mueller report was one of the biggest stories of the entire year. So I think Mueller report has to win. I I, I agree that it is, is a bigger story, I don't agree that it's a bigger scandal because of the definition of a scandal. Right, but you had a chance to tell me this wasn't shouldn't be on the list when I sent you the thing, so that's not an argument. <laughs> well, isn't that an argument? It's you that uh, well, gave me the list. The, right, you should have said thing. before we started the tournament, that's not a scandal, it doesn't count for the list. So, you know, see what I'm saying? Hmm. So it's not an argument to say it's not a scandal because you should have said that before we started the tournament. So we're considering it a scandal now, Fro. That's not acceptable okay. as a unless you want me to change it and I can come up with something else. No, no. Okay. We, we, we can define it as a scandal, but I, I'm I'm still I'm still saying that I agree that the college admission thing was smaller than the Mueller report and the Mueller report should go on. I'm not saying that. Right, okay. Because the Mueller report should go on. But I don't know if it fits fits all the criteria for a scandal. That's what I, I thought of that too, but I think you're just going you're because I wrote down the words Mueller report, what I should have written down was the battle between Democrats and Republicans over the Mueller report scandal is what I should have yeah. written down, but that doesn't fit in the tournament bracket, right? So that's right. what I really meant. It, does that make okay. sense? That, then we agree. Okay. Right. Okay. I think now I understand. You're just confused over the wording I did here, but I had to. I could only put so many right. words in the bracket, right? So. Yeah, because the Mueller it's a report itself. I it's just a it's report. A yeah. No. Right. But it's everything around it that was scandalous. Uh, okay. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. And then Bill then Barr, I, I, the whole Bill Barr thing, and how nobody believed Bill Barr, and uh, right. and then the other side didn't believe uh, when Mueller came out and said this and that, and uh, when Mueller came out and denounced something that Barr had said in his own report and everything, the whole thing was a giant scandal when you think about it. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, definitely. Around it, I agree. the The report itself wasn't, but okay. Right. We're clarified the, the the misunderstanding now, right. so it's okay. I understand and, how, how it was confusing because I thought the same thing when I initially thought of it. I was like, the report right. itself isn't, but there was so much scandal around it. Right, exactly. Then we had James. James Charles is cancelled. James Charles is cancelled. This is my ringer. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to bring in a ringer. Yeah. Uh, James Charles gets canceled. Uh, Coverboy is canceled by the internet. James Charles loses over 600 uh, or 6 million uh, subscribers in 24 hours. Is that what it was? That doesn't mm -hmm. sound right. Yeah, it, it must have been. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was the record. Record, yeah. Uh, it was all around the world, uh, definitely, just because it's internet, and this guy is one of the most famous people on the planet, really. Oh. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And then it came out that it seemed like everything that happened with, what was her name, Tati, Tati something. West, Westbrook. Right, that she was, a lot of what she Why said... Why do I know that? I don't know. <laughs> a lot of it was blown out of proportion, and that uh, he came back and ended up getting basically uncancelled, and then she got cancelled, and a whole, other, a whole other group of people. But it also started this whole... Uh, Can- cancel con- uh, culture, yeah. Well, I think cancel culture kind of started before that, but it started a, a trend of YouTubers just... Back to back to back, getting canceled, right? So, right. Yeah. Uh, I picked Jesse Smollett alleged assault thing uh, because he told the police that he was attacked on the early morning uh, at the lower North Water in Chicago, and uh, that uh, uh, was described as two white men who uh, attacked him. Uh, uh, after racial homophobic slurs poured on unknown uh, chemical uh, substance, possible bleach, uh, bleach on him and tied a rope around the snack. And um, in February, he, he was indicted for dishonorable conduct and allegedly paying two men. Uh, to uh, stage a hate crime assault on him and fall, uh, filling a false police report, and then he went to uh, to uh, uh, court and wasn't uh, attacked for anything, and he had to uh, pay ten thousand dollars, and he made so fucking much police work. And the police chief actually came out and said that he didn't believe that he was innocent, but that they right. let him go anyways. And the police chief even said that in, like, a press conference. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we got celebrity what, versus celebrity here, really. is This yeah, is kind of... This is hard. Right. Um, yeah. I have, a, I have a reason and I have a pick, but do you want to go first or should I? Uh, no, go first. I'm going with yours. And the reasoning okay. is I think these are equally as big as far as number of people who saw it, uh, the amount of media coverage they got. But I think the mm. fact that J- the Jeff C. Smollett thing never really had an ending, it's still it's still a scandal where the James Charles thing right. has wrapped up. Yeah, has a solution. Right. Yeah. I think the Jesse Smollett thing has to move on. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, well, I was going to watch before, so it's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I agree because James Charles came back as strong as he did, and the jo- Jesse Smollett thing hasn't really. He's still out there uh, saying he's a champion of gay rights and things to people. Right. Yeah. So I guess I I agree with you. That's. Uh, but internet-wise, I think James Charles would win. win. Okay, semi-finale time. Uh, we have the Tulsi Hillary against R. Kelly. Uh, I think R. Kelly has to move on here. I think this one's pretty obvious. Yeah, I I agree with you. 
it's it's more known than the Tulsi one in the world. Yeah, I think Tulsi Hillary yeah. is definitely like big in America, but I think the R. Kelly yes. thing is going to be bigger in Ube- Uzbekistan or something, right? Right. Uh. The fighting uh, around the Mueller report against Justice Smollett. What's your vote? Uh, I'm gonna let you go first on this one, I guess. I actually think now that I understand what you mean, I think the fighting again around the Mueller report should go on. It's a hard one. Again, it's, yeah, it's it's very hard because of it, it. It it hasn't it hasn't resolved itself. It is it's kind of the Mueller report has solved itself, kind of. Oh yeah, we've moved on to the Ukraine thing. Nobody even remembers the Mueller report <laughs> at this point. Right, and the Justice Mueller thing has still still isn't done really. To a degree, I mean, right yeah. w- it, when some TV channel brings this guy in to be, act in one of their TV shows, it's all gonna just boil back up to the surface. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, it's really hard. Uh, me, you know, you know, it's tr- the truth is the Mueller report thing is still around. People are still acting like it's a real thing, even though, I mean, even just a, a couple weeks ago, we got a post on our uh, Facebook page where people were arguing about it and uh, yeah, yeah. but I think I hmm I'm looking at it and I kind of want to go with hmm I mean it's kind of similar uh, to Tulsi Hill thing I, I I'm I'm thinking about it as well because like, like, like you said, we have the re- report and everything around it. Like, I, I, we, we could say that uh, without, without the Mueller report, we would probably wouldn't have the impeachment we have now. So, even though the two aren't related has, whatsoever, but right, right, it isn't. But we wouldn't have the impeachment we had without it. Uh, but, but, so but I has, also has, think. Has, that we had a Mueller report and we got to read the report. Right. We both even listened to it right. on Audible, uh, audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. <laughs> but the Jesse Smollett thing, we never got a real report. It yeah. all got kind of tossed yeah. under the rug. And I think that makes it right. a bigger scandal. I, I agree. Yeah. Well, yeah, I agree. Let's, uh, let's move on with Jesse Smollett in the final. Right. This is uh, a good final. This is a very good final. Right, I also so, like yeah. that we picked it because of the battle that we're going to have right here. Right. Yes, because we have the the battle of the two. <laughs> I now I can all, all I can hear people say that we are a bunch of racists because we have two black people against each other. Oh, sorry. Afro-Americans. Sorry. I didn't even notice, but that it did end up happening that way, and they both happen mm-hmm. to be celebrities. Uh, but I think that adds to just the, the idea of the biggest is because they're celebrities and they have a lot of yep. name recognition, so it makes sense why they would move past 
uh, a Mueller report or, the, or just college admission scandals where, uh, yeah, Lori Laughlin was involved, but how big of a celebrity really is Lori Laughlin, right? Right. But R. Kelly against Jesus Millett, jeez. Both things still happening, sure. still active scandals. Yep. Both yep. celebrities kind of reverse yep. ideas of what happened here. One guy faked getting attacked and one guy actually attacked people. Um, yep. Which one is a wilder, crazier scandal and story? I think R. Kelly is a crazier, wilder story. Bigger, I think crazy the, scandal. I think I think Jesus Smollett. Do you know why I think Jesus Smollett? Because he poured bleach on himself. And he also took a noose around his neck. Well, he just put a noose around his neck and, like, walked into a police station for the, thea- right. the- theatrics of it. Uh, yeah. Yes. But, but R. Kelly... crazy then? R. Kelly married Aaliyah when she was, like, 14, we found out recently. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He had sex slaves oh. and, like, a cult. I know. Did Jesse Smollett have a cult? No. Is R. Kelly Je- Jeffrey Epstein Jr.? Uh, he's in the Jeffrey Epstein boat, kind of. I mean, not like... They, I, I have no way to tie them together, but... He's no, in that no, kind of, no. you know, child molester cult thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we have to give it to our Caroline. I think so, too. Just, yeah. yeah. And it's it's a scandal that I think we've all we all knew about for years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. I've known that R. Kelly was a horrible guy. We've all known that for, what, 10 years or something. And it's just it just came to light after, like you said, the TV show and all those people coming out about it. Surviving R. Kelly is one of the hardest documentaries I have watched last year. I well. tried to. I couldn't watch it. Yeah. I remember you said that. It was too depressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, congratulations, R. Kelly? <laughs> You win the the not a prize prize. You win the not a prize prize. You win the Jeffrey Epstein Memorial Biggest Scandal Tournament of 2019. Movies look. Uh, let's talk a little about Netflix because Murder Mystery tops Netflix for 2019. Right, Netflix released its list of most popular releases uh in 2019, so I'm guessing by the numbers of people who watched them, uh, it released its list by category, many of which provided evidence that viewers enjoy crime movies and documentaries. Uh, the most popular releases were Murder Mystery, Stranger Things 3, Six Underground, which we watched really recently, so I'm surprised that that did so well. Uh, the Incredibles 2 and Irishman. But this is where I thought it was weird. Again, murder mystery number one for movies, but look what's number five for movies, Fro. Triple Frontier. This was on my list of worst movies of the year, in my top five. I think it was my number five. It's shit, yeah. Uh, And then if you look down at documentaries, number five, Don't Fuck With Cats, which we talked about the last two weeks. 
Yes. Uh, comedy specials, David Chappelle st- sticks and stones. Which so was funny. supposedly horrible and nobody should watch it, but it's number one for Netflix. But number five is Amy Schumer. So two sides, <laughs> same coin. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm a little sad that my favorite isn't there, but that's okay. International. Have you heard of any of those movies in the international section? Uh, Mighty little. I think Mirage. Um, I have. Yeah. I haven't heard of any of them. Hmm. But movies. I have seen some movies. Have you seen some movies? I did. What have you seen? Well, let's talk about the one I sent you on YouTube that I'm counting as a movie this week. Okay. Uh, the Unraveling unraveling the madness of Kanye West by a Jay Aubrey is an hour and a half long YouTube video, so I think we count this as a movie, don't you? Oh, oh definitely, yeah. Uh, this guy, Jay Aubrey, does a lot of in-depth, kind of uh, in- investigative uh, YouTube videos about different celebrities and different things like that. He covered uh, Kanye West in depth and just kind of where he started and how he ended up with a Trump hat on his head last year or the year before or whatever. Mm. Uh, this guy was clearly a Kanye West mark. Is that what you got from him? Oh, yeah. Old definitely, yes. Uh, and i assuming the guy is also a Christian because, uh, spoiler alert right here, but I think the conclusion of this is <laughs> Kanye West is crazy because he's a Christian. <laughs> You think the man is an atheist, you mean, not a Christian? No, I thought he was a Christian. I thought he was defending Kanye as a Christian, oh. saying, oh, Kanye is just doing this because he, uh, he's a little eccentric because he's Christian, and that's just how he shows his ah, faith. And okay, I think Jay I, Aubrey I was defending him as another Christian. Oh, I don't know. What did I, you get from it? I didn't read it like that at all. <laughs> that's funny. I thought he was an atheist saying, like, oh, well, uh, Kanye West is crazy because he is a Christian. <laughs> I think it can't, like, to me, I understood it that way because I'm an atheist, but I think he didn't intend it to come off that way. But because well, I think he's okay. a, what I got from it, the guy, Jay Aubrey, is a huge Kanye West fan. He didn't, it wanted to make Kanye West, uh, explain why Kanye West has gotten so uh, crazy. And he did a good job of explaining how uh, Kanye used controversy in the past to promote albums, and now he does it uh, uh, in different ways in the future. And then going into the whole... uh, His latest album, which is like a gospel album, he definitely points out, uh, oh, Kanye West has been this way his whole life because he's a Christian. He He hasn't changed... It's the perception of him as a Christian that's changed. So I think he was saying uh, everybody calling Kanye West is like the war on Christianity. That's the way I took it. But maybe I'm being hyperbolic. Maybe. Have you seen Training Day, look? Denzel Washington? A long time ago, but yes. Do you, did you like Training Day, the movie? It's a good movie. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's more of a filmmaker's movie yeah. uh, because of it's the camera work and everything else that makes that movie really good. Most people think it's good mm-hmm. because of the drugs and whatever, but it's really the camera work and everything that makes that film amazing. 
If you want to see a lesser, uh, worse uh, version of that, you can see Crown Wick. I saw Crown Wick this week. It's definitely uh, Training Day, the sequel. Uh, this follows almost the blueprint of Training Day. Uh, but I really, 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 really liked it. Uh, I give it a seven and a half. All right, what did you give the unraveling of uh, unraveling the madness of Kanye West? I give it a six point five. I give it a six. Okay, I saw Rocket Man, the Elton John movie. <laughs> yes, we have to preface that. Right, it's not the Rocket Man documentary. Uh, it's not Rocket Man, the movie from the nineties. Uh, I went into it and I, I got, uh, whatever, 10 minutes in, or maybe it's like, it's not even that far in. It's right at the beginning, right in the first few minutes, they mm. start with the musical bits. So the yep. good thing about this is I don't like musicals. So when I no. get into a musical like this and nonsense starts happening, I just fast forward until they stop singing. So this movie really didn't take right. me long to watch. It's probably a 45 <laughs> minute movie. <laughs> I've got to guess that you didn't like it as much as I did, but I like musicals, so... Um, maybe it was better when you watched the musicals, but if you cut out all the music and you just watch the parts that are movie, <laughs> the story is not all that engaging, I'll tell you. Um, it was fine. I mean, it comparable to other music movies we've seen in, recently, the Queen movie and things like that. Um, right. Equivalent in the concept, and I understand what they're going for. It seems like the marketing of these specific celebrities lately and putting them in movies starting to wear off as a novelty. What do you think? Mm. Oh, definitely. I gave it a five right in the middle. I don't think it was terrible. I don't think it was great. And I think I am a biased person to trying to be score scoring this. So I'm just yes. going to cut it down the middle and not <laughs> offend anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Uh, the Tom Hanks uh, uh, place. Uh, oh, come on, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers movie. Yes, about a man that tries to find uh, faults in Mr. Rogers. I thought it was kind of boring. Uh, I do think it's an Oscar Beatty movie. It felt very like an Oscar Beatty movie. Okay. I I feel like this is the most Oscar Beatty movie I have seen this year, uh, other than, than another movie that I will talk about very soon. Uh, but yeah, I did not especially like it. I gave it a six. Yeah, one thing Tom Hanks needs is more Oscars. Uh, I saw I know. Ad Astra with uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah, I uh, have it on my list uh, of uh, movies we talked about. Oh, did you put it on your good list or bad list? I don't even remember. I think I put it on my good list, yes. It also has Tommy Lee Jones in it, well, kind of in it. Kind uh, of, yes. I understood what they are going for, but it kind of felt like it was made by a, a film school student in parts yep. with like the yep. voiceover and the flashbacks, especially at the end where it's like very abstract and very, Oh, it's so mystical and magical. The, the wonders of the universe for, a, ooh, 
But uh, do you understand what I meant when I said it was a very interstellar kind of movie? I never saw that movie. Oh. So, okay. no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, no, I, I did give it a high score. I think I gave it a 6.5 or something. Uh, what did I give it? I gave it a 7. So I actually went higher than you. I thought the acting was good. It's just the... The kind of uh, very foo-foo-y, I don't know what the word is is for it, but very yeah. film school-esque kind of take of how it was edited and put together. Right. Everything else is very interesting. Um, yeah, it, some of it was a little predictable in the sense that right at the beginning I went, oh, this guy's going to go crazy in space, right? That's right. It was like super obvious that was going to happen. Uh, I saw an Os uh, other Oscar bait movie this week. I saw Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, this is Christian Bale with a very strange uh, English accent through the whole movie. Movie, but holy fuck, I did not care about this movie at all. Okay, I. I think you will like it more than I because you like car racing and things like that. I think you will like it, but I give it a 5.5. Okay, was there a giant bridge they had to cross uh, over, like, over water that, like, was like a giant <laughs> teeter-totter? No? That didn't no, happen? No. Okay. No. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Probably be a better movie. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was all the movies I saw this week. Okay, uh, I also saw Jojo Rabbit. I saved that for last because you have to see that movie. Look. Okay, I never even heard of it. Yeah, have you never heard of Jojo Rabbit? I don't think so. Uh, it's title Vat Vakiki Vat Vatiki. Is that his oh, name? Right. Playing the yeah, playing Hitler. Uh, uh, as an uh, imaginary friend to a uh, German uh, Hitler youth uh, man that finds a Jew hiding in his house. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I gave it a 10 out of 10 look. I'm assuming it's a comedy? It's something. Well, just by the, I person, the actor you said, I'm assuming it's a comedy, but okay. Oh, yeah, I give it a 10 out of 10. Okay, let's move on. Uh, another digital review yeah. of Spies in Disguise. Guess myself. I'm Wolf Matt. Is that what he meant? See, th this... He looks like cartoon Will Smith, where in that Fast and Furious thing, Vin Diesel looked just like a Vin Diesel. Yeah. He didn't yeah. look cartoon Vin Diesel. This definitely looks like cartoon Will Smith. Like, nobody's legs are that skinny. You know what I mean? Right. It's strangely has kind of the same animation as a tev television show. A little bit, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Which I love. Tom Holland does not... Yeah, sorry. No, Tom Holland doesn't look like Tom Holland. Right, no. This is your next objective. 
But I think Will Smith is kind of supposed to just be like Will Smith, and the other characters not. Right. I have something that can help. It's called biodynamic concealment. Imagine if I can make you disappear. <laughs> That would still be super useful. Just because you didn't disappear doesn't mean being a bird wouldn't be super useful as a spy. That's true. There's no baby pigeons, bro. Yeah, that part really looked like the Fast and Furious. Like that whole scene yeah, right there did. looked like the same show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the three characters it, look different. Yeah. I wonder if it's made by the same people. Animation? Wouldn't Maybe. It's possible. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it looks similar to a lot of different animation people, like r lately, like Kung Fu Panda, things like that. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we have different skill sets. That's what makes us such a great team. Walter, you're squeezing too. <laughs> what happens in a submarine stays in a submarine. <laughs> oh, that's what's kind of funny. So, what is this Oscar nominated movie all about? Super spy Lance Sterling and scientist Walter Beckett are almost exact opposites. Lance is smooth, suave, and debonair. Walter is not. But what Walter lacks in social skills, he makes up for in smarts and innovation, creating awesome gadgets Lance uses to uh, uses on his epic missions. But when the event takes an unexpected turn, Walter and Lance suddenly have to rely on each other in a whole new way. Uh, 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 73% on Rotten Tomatoes, 4 out of 5 on Common Sense Media, and 92% of Google users liked it. Pretty good scores all the way across. Like we said, starring Will yeah. Smith, Tom Holland, uh, directed by Troy Kwan and Nick Bruno. What is Debonair? Uh, like classy. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, I went to our favorite uh, site in the world, uh, Common Sense Media. Okay. Because they act, they actually have uh, user reviews, and uh, and uh, there's a team here that has uh, one star uh, and gave it H plus ten. Nudity question mark. I'm upset. There's a n nudity in the PG movie. I was really looking forward to seeing this movie, but now I'm angry. You failed me. It isn't appropriate. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So someone's naked in this movie. A team says. Uh, a parent says, uh, gave it five stars. Uh, perfect family film. This crazy, uh, fun animated spy movie that knows that its audience. Our whole family went to this movie, including grandpa, our teen, and a few uh, younger cousins. We loved it. It's rare uh, for kids' movies to keep all generations entertained. 
but this one was smart enough for adults and truly enjoying all along uh, with kids of all ages. The mind message is one of non-violence and smarts over brain. Will Smith, it's so charming, it's not preachy. Yes, it. Uh, if you see uh, the bounce of one character, but it's not sexual, but funny slapstick. It made none of one fine faint scent of romance. In the end, uh, they beat the bad guy with inventive and fun tools instead of guns, which is sort of the point. The female character in the movie totally rock and is a good role model. We agreed it's our favorite kids animated movie in some time because it was original and the story was fun. All right, I found the information about who made these, so uh, it's actually kind of interesting. Uh, Fast and Furious Spy Racers throw was made by DreamWorks, mm -hmm. uh, which is obviously okay. owned by Universal Pictures, NBC Universal. Uh, the other movie, or the movie, sorry, uh, Spies in Disguise was made by a thing called Blue Sky Studios, which was owned by 20th Century Fox, but 20th Century Fox recently, as we know, was bought by Disney. This was the last right. movie ever made by Blue Sky Studios before it was bought by Disney. Ah. So, uh, that's, that's that, but, uh... When you asked, is Fast and Furious made by the same people? The answer is no. There. Oh, uh, oh. I went to the Facebook. Uh, this guy, Devante Bellamy, he posted, every single time they posted something, he would post something about uh, how Blue Sky Studios is dying. And one of them, he wrote like an entire, I don't know, four paragraph thing that ended with, rest in peace, Blue Sky Studios. We love you. We will miss you dearly. Uh, one of them, he wrote, uh, your journey is complete. My journey is also complete. You can now rest in peace knowing that both of us are satisfied. We will miss you. That was his, what he was talking about when he was talking about the actual mo movie itself. So he enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Bianca, Bianca Guzman says, I just saw it kind of boring, both for myself and my tween. Uh, sorry, only memorable thing was Team Weird. I'm not looking for a debate here. Chelsea Sunday says, too many social agendas. I was very disappointed. <clears throat> uh, Brittany Perkins says, the movie is awesome. Uh, Drew Dem Demalia says, I would like to be on Team Weird with the nerd's attractive yet authoritative mother. I hope she's single and not deceased. <laughs> Drew, she's a cartoon, my boy. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Also, Ang Agang <laughs> says, links, please. So people are actually going on the Facebook pages of these movies and looking for links to the to the actual film. Also coming out this week is Little Woman. Uh, it's a drama historical period uh, following the lives of four sisters, Amy, Joe, Beth, and Meg as they come of age in America in the aftermath of the Civil War, two very different from each other, the March sisters uh, stand by each other through difficult and changing time. Directed by Greta Gerwin, uh, it has uh, Sinos Ronan, 
Emma Watson, Florence Pug, and Meryl Streep in it. Uh, 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 5 out of 5 from Common Sense Media, and 89% of Google users liked it. 1917, uh, two British soldiers received seemingly impossible orders during World War One. In a race against time, they must cross into enemy territory to deliver a message that could potentially save 1,600 of their fellow comrades. We're going to use comrades here? Hmm. Um... 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, 91% of Google users liked it. Uh, starring Dean Chapman, George McKay, Richard Madden, uh, Benedict Cumberpatch, Colin Firth. <laughs> Cumberpatch. <laughs> it's Batch. Oh, sorry. Cumberpatch, uh, Cumberbun. Um... <laughs> Uh, directed by Sam Mendes. So good director. Oh, I see Oscar Oscar bait on this one. Uh, the last one is La Voie de la Justice, or Just Mercy. Uh, lawyer Brian Stenson takes the case of Walter McMillan to be sentenced to die for murder despite evidence proving his innocent in the years following in Stevenson endorsed racism and legal maneuvering as he fights for a Macmillan's life. 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 60% on, no, sorry, 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, 67% of Metacritic, 92% of Google users selected, uh, with Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, Brie Larson, O'Shea Jr., and Tim Blake Nelson. All right, let's do movie bet. Uh, we didn't cover Uncut Gems last week as far as money goes because it was in limited release. Um, the problem is it came out on Wednesday, which was a Christmas a Christmas mm -hmm. Day release. Uh, so I'm just going to count Friday to Sunday, which is around we'll call we'll call it nine million dollars uh, in the op in that in the wide release opening weekend. Uh, 1917 was a limited release, so we're not going to do that till next week. Uh, Just Mercy, limited release, not going to do that till next week. Uh, mm -hmm. But Little Women, 16.7 million dollars. Spies in Disguise did 13.3 million dollars. Ooh. So we have the January bet where I have the last bracket and Luke has the first bracket. And because Luke won, I get one more movie in my bracket. Right, because there's an so, odd number. Right. So let's start out with okay. my mine. The first one in January, The Grudge, a horror mystery by Sony Pictures. Like a Boss, a comedy by Paramount Pictures. Underwater, an action drama horror mystery thriller by 20th Century Fox. Bad Boys for Life, an action comedy crime thriller from Sony Pictures. Doolittle, an adventure comedy family fantasy, IMAX. Well, I don't know why that's in there, because that's not a genre. But uh, <laughs> uh, by Universal Pictures. And then in Froze, bracket. Yep. The last uh, full measure uh, drama war from Roadside Attractions. Run, a thriller by Lionsgate. 
The Turning, a drama horror mystery from Universal Pictures. Uh, the Gentleman, an action, uh, ac action crime by STX Entertainment. Gretel and Hansel, fantasy horror thriller from United Artists releasing. I just realized what they did with the title there. I didn't notice it until just now. Oh, but you didn't? Right, I'm dyslexic. Really? I wouldn't have anyways. But, uh, oh. The Rhythm Section, action drama, mystery thriller by Paramount to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did find out that the Rhythm Section is not about drums. Well, it kind of is. It's about an orchestra, but right. Right. So, uh, you have The Grudge, you have Bad Boys for Life, and you have Doolittle. I think you will win, because I have absolutely nothing I know of. Well, The Gentleman looks like it could do fairly well, because it has some pretty good actors in it. Uh Right. I think people just want to go see a Charlie Hunnan movie, according to the Triple Frontier doing well on Netflix, right? So, right. You gotta. I think people will go see it just for that guy. Maybe. But yeah, no. Yeah, I think Doolittle will probably win it for you. You think? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think Bad Boys for I Life mean, is going to do really well because of you know just it's. It's yeah, a sequel, it's got all the big actors, it's got a big director, yeah. yeah. True. True, true, true. Uh, go to audibletrial.com slash citizen. That's audible.com slash citizen. Get a 30-day trial of Audible, get a free audiobook, and even if you cancel it, you get to keep your book. Uh, Jeremy Round, do you have anything special for the Jeremy Round? Uh, let's see, I had a couple of extra news stories that uh, didn't fit in our news. Uh, United States raises age limit across the, uni uh, the U.S. for cigarettes to 21 for p tobacco products. Hmm. Did you hear about this? I No. A lot of people, uh, well, obviously, a lot of people between the ages of 18 and 21 not super happy about it. Um, Seattle Public Schools say students must be vaccinated or they cannot come back to school after winter break. Uh, the Seattle School District says almost 1,600 kids will not, no, no, is that right? 1,200 kids will not be allowed to come back uh, if they are not immunized by January 8th. Cool. Guess what, Luke? I have a new trailer for us. Oh, really? Okay. Did you post it somewhere? Because yes. I don't see it. I did. Oh, there I, it is. Uh, posted okay. in... You yeah. posted it like right as I was saying that. <laughs> I, I, uh, it's uh, The Quiet Place, The Parth. A new trailer. Right, for, okay. The Parth. Yes. The Parth. Yes. <laughs> Are you ready to see the new new trailer for the Quiet Place, the Park? I am. Yes. Go and give okay. me a countdown. In three, two, one, play. You realize now that we watch this, we're, look the Parth again, right there. It still looks yes. like that. I'm sorry. It's and the it, reason it, it is does. is because they put the title in front of it. Yes. 
We're definitely not doing I mean, another digital dump. review of this now, but... No. I don't really care. I'm oh. Are we getting... Uh... Yeah. Before. Bird Box 2 after this, or...? <laughs> what was the other bad one that was like not Bird Box and not this movie, but had the little alien yeah, creatures? The one with, yeah, uh, yeah, that we saw together. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a terrible movie. This looks really good. It just has a lot to stand up. Uh, two, as far as how good the first one was, so uh, I don't know. Hopefully, it, it maintains. They already have the sand on the ground, everything, so it goes from like beforehand to like. Oh, right. Oh, cool. I haven't seen this trailer, by the way. <laughs> I saved it for this. Oh yeah, it came out today. It says January first, twenty twenty. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. I don't know why you came all the way up here. There's nothing left. Please. There are people out there worth saving. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I like so this that is both flash. Yeah, it's both like flashbacks and what's going. To... So maybe we get to see like the invasions, the start of the invasion. Looks like it. Well, it definitely seems like it's happening before and then also after. So maybe it goes. Yeah. Yeah. But, hmm. Yeah, because the the other film started like way after it had already happened and everything. They had right. already set up a house and all that yeah. other stuff, so. Yeah. No, but I'm I'm really looking forward to it. So does the end Maybe of the movie start with on... them meeting, you know, the, the director? What's his name? The, you know, uh, the guy from The Office? Right. Uh... Whatever his name is. You know what I'm talking about. The main character yeah. from the original he... movie. I'm assuming this movie yeah. ends with them meeting him. Well, it's both flashbacks and Forge. Right, but if they want to connect the two, that's how you do it. If you're going to do a f right. something beforehand, then the ending of this... Because we didn't see him anywhere in this trailer, so I would assume. But who knows? Oh, they, say, they said they're stabbed. They're stabbed. Oh, really? I didn't hear. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. In the car scene. When, in the beginning. So, we will probably see the dad some... some in some scenes, but yeah, no, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, right. I sent you a commercial. Other thing, oh, Joe Rogan came out with his uh, decades, two hours and twenty minutes of like recaps of yeah, what he that. has done. Into it was really good, actually. I liked it. I was not going to spend two and a half hours on stuff I've already seen, but yeah. If I get bored at some point and I need something in the background, maybe I'd do it, but yeah. Okay. 
what is Luciger getting real about? I have never ever heard of. We're that. not gonna watch oh. this full thing, obviously, because it's six minutes long. But I saw a thirty-second commercial for this, and I realized this drug company is trying to straight up trick people uh, into thinking this is a celebrity endorsement. Who does this girl look like, Lucy Fro? Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Mm, not Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> No, but the Jenner girl. Kylie Jenner. Look down Kylie in Jenner. the description. What is... It says, uh, available by RX only. What is the name of this drug? Oh. Kylina PL? Kylina is the name of the drug. So let's go and play, like, yeah. I don't know, 30 seconds to a minute of this. Go and give me a countdown. Yeah. And three, two, one, play. So I haven't done this before, but I want to talk about something that's really important for so many women, especially now. It's all about the power to make our own decisions when it comes to our health and our bodies and having access to the information that can help us make choices about birth control that really work for us. I know okay. it can be a little awkward, but it's super important to get real about it. Women need to learn everything they can about their options and to talk openly with their doctors about what will work best for them in their relationships and their lives. My hope is that I can help- She even speaks like Oh, you're missing it. ...with their doctor sooner, instead of just sticking with the same oh, thing they've always well, used. Oh, well, I'll tell you in a second. I did that for too long. I'm in a unique position there it to is. share what it was like for me when I was looking for a change. Why are you in a unique position? I to choosing an IUD with my doctor because it really was the best option for me. <laughs> my doctor had mentioned IUDs to me a few times before. Okay, we can stop it there. Oh. That's the part that's in the commercial. She goes, I am in a unique position to tell you about this drug. Kind of inferring that she is Kylie <laughs> Jenner, right? Yeah. Saying she's a celebrity, but this girl is not. It's just some chick named Lucy that looks like Kylie Jenner. So when you see a 30-second commercial for this, people just like, oh, that was Kylie Jenner telling me to use this IUD. It's a, mm -hmm. such a fucking scam. It makes me sick, especially the fact that it's a drug company uh, selling a drug. I mean, it's an IUD, sure, but they're trying to trick you into thinking it's being promoted by a celebrity when it's really not. Are you looking forward to the Justin Bieber m movie that's coming off out on YouTube? Baby, 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 ooh. Are you looking forward to it? Have you heard about it? Uh, I, yeah, I heard it was coming out. I just, I'm not yeah. interested. I, I'm, like, pop music has never been my music, and I understand there was a period of time, whatever, in the mid-2000s, late-2000s, where it was funny to make fun of Justin Bieber and then he became a relevant he became relevant when he started getting with more what's a good word for it uh established artists started working with him and people were like okay now he's acceptable but I've just done, never liked pop music so and definitely not Justin Bieber I'm not a very big Justin Bieber fan right I don't think it's yeah I think it was trendy to not like him for a while, and people now uh, say they like him. So, hmm, I don't know. I, I don't. But yeah, me, uh, uh, we made it. Uh, we planted tw uh, 20 million trees plus. Oh, that yeah. was big news. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. I gave a dollar, so I have planted a tree officially. <laughs> yeah, I put I put in five bucks as well. I also yeah. 
uh, just, oh, I guess uh, two months ago, I started donating to the Sanders campaign. So if anybody wants to go donate there, that's another good place to donate. Uh, another mm -hmm. good place you could donate is for the wildfires in Australia right now. Uh, it's really bad. Uh, people are being driven to the coast. The wildfires are so bad in Australia. It's killing off wildlife like uh, koalas and kangaroos and other things. So. Coming next week, we will uh, talk about the Messiah episode uh, one. You can find it on Netflix, so please watch it before we're going to start reviewing it because we will probably spoil things. <laughs> it's my guess. <laughs> well, not the whole thing because we're doing episode by episode, but we'll ruin right. the first episode if you don't watch it by next week. Yeah. Uh, we will do another digital review of The Grudge. What? The Grudge? Again? With Sarah Michelle Jeller? Is that who's in it? I don't <laughs> even that, know. No, that that's a joke. Okay. Because that 90-something uh, version was with Sarah Michelle Jeller. Was Sarah? I don't uh, remember who was in that version. And it, was, it had to have been the early 2000s The Grudge came out. Okay. Uh, but our main topic is one of my favorite things to do. It's most anticipated TVs and movies of 2020, because we are in 2020 now. That's right. Uh, our most anticipated. It usually, uh, the movies and the TV only go so far into the future of what's actually coming out, but we'll, we'll, uh, give you a good idea of what we're looking forward to in at least the next, whatever, four or five months. I already have some honorable mentions on my TV list. So I already done my TV list. I just have the movies. I haven't even started yet, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and we will do news of the week. So what are we going to cover next week, you think? Three things? Three things? Uh, something about Bernie Sanders uh, having... Uh, Bernie Sanders is anti-Semitic. That'll be one thing. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's see. Terrorists attack Saudi Arabia. And... Okay. Uh, Prince Charles fights a kangaroo. <laughs> I would pay for that. To see that. Uh, we will talk about Jesus the Game that I played on Steam this week. Uh, and I will tell you about that. I've seen the stuff for it. I've seen the commercial and stuff for it. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. Uh, <laughs> we will we will talk about a basketball player, and we will talk about a new reality show coming out with Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. The last thing I had was I'm seeing all these lists of memes of the decade. Uh, and I got to oh. say, remember, seems legit. Yeah. Like the ironic seems legit meme. I think that might be my mm -hmm. me meme of the decade. Because <laughs> it just works for everything. You know what I mean? It, it does. I, because I can see, I can even say that seems legit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's wrap it up. Uh, okay, my name is Fro, and I'm from Norway, and you're from America, and your name is... My name's Luke.
Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.